Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. And welcome to One on One, a Door County Pulse interview series. I'm Andrew Clyden, and I'm joined today by Robbie Van Egren and Gretchen Gertz. How are you guys doing? Awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing really great. I'm doing Thank really you. well. Thank you. Thank you both for coming in today. Uh, you guys started Ohana Hospitality last year, correct? Correct. And uh, tell me, well, we'll start maybe in, in the present and then go back and you can kind of tell me how this came to be. But uh, describe for me what Ohana Hospitality is. Uh, currently, we're a uh, private chef business. So we do in-home private chefing. Um, we kind of cater to the vacationers as well as locals. Uh, we do a fair amount with our families too, friends, neighbors, just about anyone that needs our services. We'll, we'll try to do our best to provide that, that service to those folks. So, and this can range from either like a very casual experience, like family style service or coursing. We've done probably mo- some of the most popular we've done is four course with wine pairing. Myself, a wine enthusiast, um, I love to do the bringing in of a wine and food pairing. So a lot of people know me for that. So, <laughs> And then we've been also doing pop-up dinners. Um, we've done a series at Door County Brew Company and also at currently Roots Inn and Kitchen. Awesome. Let's let's go back to the beginning. Tell me a little bit about how you guys got into food and then uh, your ties to Door County and all that kind of stuff. We both worked in the service industry for a number of years throughout our lives and it's grained in our souls. So um, it comes naturally to us and we love to please people. Yeah, we're enthusiasts of, about family and Ohana means family in Hawaiian. A lot of my chef background comes from the island of Maui. I lived there for 10 years and kind of got scooped under the wings of a Brazilian chef, Consuelo, and worked with her for a number of years and became really interested in the presentation of fresh, beautiful local food and then also became passionate about everything that goes with it, the hospitality and the service. So the, you know, the idea of this kind of service is taking what we've learned in the service industry and kind of bringing it into people's homes where they're comfortable and where they can just relax and enjoy their 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 beautiful space. And we did this I did this for many years in Hawaii and many years in Door County. I've worked probably in almost every single restaurant up here, <laughs> so to speak, and still do. I love it. Yeah, that's my favorite kind of cooking, actually, is when we're doing the in-home. You know, I've been in the kitchen, you know, being behind the scenes before and just being out there and working with those families and just kind of becoming part of the family as we go through our experiences with those particular people. We kind of become part of the family and they just really enjoy and everyone's you know watching you. So it's it's a lot different than just being in a restaurant atmosphere and then being behind the scenes of being out there. So what you guys do is is different from, say, like event catering, right? Correct. Yeah. It's more personal. Sure. Um, Describe to me, like, is this something where people would come to you for, like, putting on a party or is it something where it would be more like uh, an ongoing thing? 
both. Yeah, yeah, it could be just no occasion at all. It could be just that they wanted just to have a private dinner at home, or it could be a celebratory, a birthday, or a family event, maybe family reunion. And, you know, that would entail, it is a technically event catering in that re- regard, but our favorite number size are just more small and intimate because we like to interact act with every guest and have it be more experiential and the fact that we like them to be more interactive and learning about the ingredients of the food and where they came from and all of that. My, uh, my in-laws have done catering for, for years and years and years, so I, I've become familiar with that side of it. But describe to me what, a, what one of these like typical home caterings might look like in terms of like going in and, and doing something really intimate like that. Well, they could be in the sense that some of the clients I had in Hawaii, we would do a whole week of service, breakfast, lunch and dinner for these people. And like Robbie said, become part of the family and have it be that we do all their grocery shopping and everything so they don't have to worry about food at all. Some of our events in Door County have looked more like, oh gosh, this is somebody I've, I used to serve at Trixie's or this is one of my yoga students or somebody that I know. And it's been so fun because we'll go in and we'll do four courses. I come out and I talk about the wine that we're serving and the intention behind the course. Robbie is the grill master. He's doing everything fresh to order. And we're just kind of interacting with them, go, take them through the whole thing from little amuse-bouche time to final dessert. Everyone claps, laughs. We usually provide a cute little menu for everyone, so they have a memorabilia. There's been times where we've written recipes on the back of that or signed it in some cases. feeling a little bit like a celebrity. It's really funny. But yeah, does that create a clear picture of kind of how it looks? Yeah, it does. Okay. And, and it's a really interesting thing that I, I wasn't uh, particularly aware of beforehand. And yeah. we're open to all age groups too. So especially, you know, there's families that have kids. So yeah. we had one before where all the kids were sitting at the at the bar on the island that I was doing a lot of the food prep. So they were actually watching and they were asking questions so we could be interactive and kind of give them some techniques. And it was simple as just, you know, making a mac and cheese for these kids. But they're like, ooh, what, what did you do to make this so good? So basically I told yeah. them and it was so much fun that night. Right. We want it to feel really in- unintimidating to people to hire us. We want it to feel affordable. We want it to feel like, okay, like this is something that we don't have to be wealthy to do. We can do this. It can be any budget. You know, it's just something that we just want to. There's so many people up here with gorgeous homes on the water everywhere and they don't maybe even use their kitchen. So it's just a fun way to showcase what people work hard to have. And it could be hard for us. You know, we walk into a space sometimes for the first time and it's on the day of the event. You know, of course, we like to get into a space if we can ahead of time, but it's not always works out that way. So. It's kind of like an Easter egg hut. Sometimes we go into a space and then we have to try to find everything to prepare this meal. And it could be a little bit challenging sometimes, but it can also be fun. It's part of the fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and the way you put it right there was was really cool in that like you you're turning people's homes into an event space. You're you're making uh, what they already have as special as it is. You're you're turning it into something that is you know more than that and something that people can participate in, in that way. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been times like I'll I'll dig into people's stuff and I'll be like, Hey, when's the last time you use you these dishes? Or we'll you know, oh, I could put the dessert in that, and you know, we use everybody's things. And then sometimes we need to bring our own things if. 
we feel we it's it's purposeful. Probably the best just recent one we did is for the Gordon Lodge staff uh, party. Their managers hired us to do a uh, thank you party for all the hard work that these people did in the service industry all season. And for us, it was just we were so honored to be able to serve people that work really hard up here and that do just the things that we do in season and have done for many years. So they were ultra appreciative and they had a great time and they already are hiring us again for next year. So that Pretty was cool. great. Yeah. Gretchen, you talked about uh, how you had worked in all these different places up here in Door County. Robbie, did you have ties to Door County before Ohana? Um, I did some interior design work up here, mainly, you know, kitchens, bathrooms of either new construction or remodeling. You know, I kind of came up here when I was in the early 90s too, right out of high school or even during school, come up here and work during the summer. Kind of family getaways, we would come up here too. And I always just love this area. You know, it's just ingrained in me ever since I was a child. So we've always been coming up to Dura County. I'm Northeast Wisconsin native, you know, but I've also traveled all around the United States doing interior design as well and always came back. Cool. It was always your dream to live up here, wasn't it? It you was. Know? And, and he finally did. So that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what did, what, how did you guys meet and what, uh, what made you decide to go into doing this together? Well, at the time we met, I was actually working at Trixie's, um, managing that restaurant, which I to this day still love. And I had been, my youngest daughter just graduated from Gibraltar. And I had always said, oh, when Lola graduates, I am going to meet my my person. And so just, you know, we um, actually, uh, I'd been doing some online dating and uh, I was just over it. I was done. And so I was canceling my Tinder account and Robbie popped up and I violently hit the phone and I super liked him, I guess, and then came back around and his messaging was there, really genuine and kind and and just uh, asking to have a glass of wine. So we had a glass of wine at Helsinki's that night after I was done working at Trixie's and we hit it off right away. Immediately, we kind of knew that it was a thing. And a lot of our first conversation was about food and wine and travel know, travel and family thing. too in family a lot and about family that first night that we met we connected immediately and and then over the summer i had uh, together with another chef made a commitment to do a gift of service for a wedding my friend stephanie who worked with me at trixie's and the other friend something happened where she couldn't do it and robbie stepped in and helped me do this to a hundred plus wedding as a gift for this couple um, Garrett and Stephanie. And it was a pro bono event. We were very nervous. And it was the first time we ever used NWTC commercial kitchen space. It was people from New York City, from Prince Edward Island, from places that we thought were very foodie and, you know, high end. And we were just we we did it and we had the confidence and we stepped it up and it was a super success. Yeah. In fact, uh, the bride's mother said that that was the best wedding food that they've ever had. And that was the best compliment that I could have had that night. And good you know, motivation, all, too. All that hard work. So at that point, we knew that we could do this together and um, it just blossomed from there. So organically, which is the best way. Right. So. Yeah. And it's cool that you guys met up here and then and found your way into this. A lot of times we talk to people who uh, had met a long time ago and then decided to move here and, and jump into a business. So uh, it's cool that, that this place brought you together first and then you decided to, to jump into the service industry up here. It's kind of a unique story. Yeah, I hope I, I like to be unique. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. 
why don't we take a break? And then when we come back, I want to talk about your, your first season doing Ohana. Uh, but then you guys have been doing pop-up dinners as well. And I want to talk about those and some of the locations that you've been doing those and, and how those have gone. So we'll take a break. And then when we come back, we'll jump into Sounds that. Sounds great. Thank you. Grace, there is nothing that I love more than lighthouses and state parks. Oh my gosh, no way, me too. I just wish that there was, I don't know, some sort of way that I could capture my love for those things in a physical way that maybe I could put on the wall or something. Well, you are in luck, my friend. If you visit DoorCountyPulse.com slash shop, you can find exactly those items. You mean we actually put together a series of state park posters and an incredible collection of lighthouses all in one piece of artwork that you can buy online? That we did, Andrew, that we did. I didn't know that we had an online shop. What else can I get there? You can also buy some Paul stickers, Door County Living stickers. You can subscribe to Door County Living or the Peninsula Pulse if you are not in Door County. You can buy our annual door wedding guide. And you can also buy uh, lighthouse postcards if you do not want the full poster, but might want to add a little something something in your gift package. I'm looking at the shop right now and I just noticed that we have Peninsula Pulse hats with the dog logo logo and everything. Grace, I think I am sold. Where can I go to find all of this stuff one more time? www.doorcountypulse.com slash shop. Okay, we are back. So when did you guys officially open up as Ohana Hospitality? So we coined officially as an LLC in June of this year, 2019. On my birthday. On Robbie's birthday. Uh, my friend Mary Horton, who is a uh, very uh, popular, the owner of Bearded Heart, and my best friend since I was 11, helped us out, and we we did our LLC, and we became official. So, yeah. Were you doing, like, test runs or, or things like that beforehand, or did you jump in and, and start getting Absolutely. clients right away? Yeah, we were doing some test runs, especially with our family and friends. So we were doing some, some dinners for them, and uh, it was really successful. So we learned a lot and tweaked a few things here and there and tried to find our own style. Very cool. It's been working. Yeah. So you guys started up in June. So you had a full season ahead of you. How did the first season go? It was incredible. I had so much fun. It was a lot of hard work and uh, met a lot of new, nice people and couldn't be happier with that. Yeah. I thought, you know, being new business, I felt really grateful for everything that we did. I feel like there was never a dis success. Like I felt like every single event or everything that we did, we put our blood, sweat and tears into. We tried to make everything as perfect as possible for the guests or the per person enjoying our food. And I could just say, I feel good about it all. And I feel like, especially the first season, it can be very pressured because you want to, you want to make that name for yourself. Right. And and, and I've been up here many years, so a lot of people know me. And so I think that pressure felt really real. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, but, you know, then just remembering why we're doing this. We're doing this because we love it. And then everything was fine. It all f would fall into place. Yeah, why I love it, too. It's I treat it no different than cooking for you or someone that I don't even know versus cooking for my own family. It seems like you guys have a lot of flexibility in the types of things that you can do. Did you find that you were uh, able to kind of explore a, a breadth of different locations and, and styles this first season? Absolutely. Um, I feel like the one thing that I think we want to fine tune for next season is 
putting some of the menus together that we did onto our website so people kind of have an idea of the spectrums of choices. We went all over the place. I mean, as far as just to showcase that we like to do world food, we like to do food that isn't being served up here, and we like to do seasonality. So, and the biggest thing is I feel like we read our guest. So if it was a client at home, we we heard all their dietaries, all their situation, all their loves. And then we formulated a menu that worked for them or that made them excited, proposed it, and it always went through perfect. And then as for, we'll talk about pop-ups, but that's that was a whole nother thing because that was when we could just be like, okay, we're doing Vietnamese food or we're doing a food that we want to cook, that we love to share. Right. And getting a chance to work with all of our suppliers, too. We just don't go to the store and get everything for our clients. You know, we'll actually source everything as much local as we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, finding all those sources was a little bit of a challenge, too. But And then you find something and then you, you try and make a note of that so you can, again, use it next year at that perfect time. You know, there was a, there was a case where we got this salmon that was never frozen, fresh, wild sockeye salmon. It was like at the peak of the season. And... We had that small window when we had that available to us. And it was at the same time where we had the perfect ripe tomatoes too, which we made the the Lomi Lomi salmon with, and it was just so good. So now we can go back and remember you know, that. Remember when we used it and document it. So Right. Yeah. And and being able to source locally up here is such an important thing for a, a ton of the restaurants up here too. I mean, everywhere you go, people are utilizing not only the produce that we grow up here, but whitefish especially, being able to get it fresh that day right out of the water from the fisheries up here. Um, so it's cool that you guys are able to take advantage of that as well and are able to source a bunch of stuff locally yeah, too. Yeah, we've made a lot of great relationships this year with all of our, anywhere from the the fish guys to, you know, farmers and the cheese makers and everyone. Right. Everyone wants to help, which is great. And that's why I love it up here so much. Yeah, and that's something that I hear from a lot of people, too, is that the the community really likes to get together, especially to support new business um, or even just to, you know, welcome people into the community for the first time. And it's cool to hear that story every time I talk to people. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's always great to translate to that to our guests. Like we usually on our little menus that we provide, we will uh, have a um, local artisan tribute. Instead of actually being wordy and telling where everything comes from in the actual menu, we just kind of put a little star at the bottom and then we'll put, you know, cold climate farms, hidden acre farms, you know, um, Door County Creamery, um, all these places with Cita Farms that we all that all the places we source their dinner from on the bottom. So then they gives them this window of like, oh, did that come from that? Or, you know, then everyone can kind of ask. It's really fun. You mentioned pop-up dinners a couple times now. Um, And from my perspective, pop-up dinners seem to be kind of a a cool trend that's happening recently. But what exactly is a pop-up dinner and and what does it mean when you're doing a pop-up dinner? Well, I mean, a pop-up dinner is basically a local establishment. Like, for example, the two that we've done them at is Door County Brew Company and Roots. And they are hosting you. Um, and creating a platform for you to do your food on an evening of service that they don't have food. So for Door County Brew Company, they've never had a solid food menu. For, so for them, it's really fun to have these menus. And we would do every Tuesday night 
one full month, we did just all Hawaiian food. That's how we opened everything, just to kind of showcase our our brand and kind of my lineage as a chef. And Robbie was very gracious in, <laughs> in doing some of these recipes he's never done before, which is amazing. And then, um, yeah, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but um, Roots has been hosting us at a dinner hour when normally they serve lunch. So they have a gorgeous uh, kitchen back there, and we've been able to do dinner service um, on Monday nights. And we're doing three more in December. What is it like to be invited into an establishment like that and to be able to be creative and to be able to do something in a place that otherwise doesn't uh, do food normally or that doesn't offer the same thing that you're offering? What is that experience like? I feel like it is, I'm so grateful for it. I think every time I do it, I just, I, you know, this last experience with working with Colin and Sarah, them as a couple, the way they work together is so inspirational. And then the way we work together is very similar. So it's been very gracious um, for us to be able to come into their space, use their linens, use their their whole restaurant and and then be able to advertise that what we do, it's just a, it's a very I feel like the best thing I feel is it's humbling and I feel really grateful to the host more than anything that they're allowing us to use their own space, that they pay utilities for, that they pay everything for. I, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, it really helps get our name out there. And I couldn't be more thankful to those establishments that have brought us in. And, and what a cool way to to show something off like that, too. I mean, it must be great for, for both of you. You're getting a location to, to show off your creativity, and then they're also hosting a really creative group of people who are doing something cool. Um, yeah, it's definitely a win-win, for sure. I know that we brought a bunch of people into the brewery that went to Ben there, per se, um, and it was, if I mean, it felt great to be able to help support that local business, but then also support us at the same time. Right. A lot of businesses up here are uh, seasonal in terms of, you know, the tourist season or not. Do you have opportunities to extend your work throughout the season or year round? How are you tackling that? Yeah, I mean, right now we're booking some holiday parties for the upcoming holiday season. So we're hoping to do that before. And then we're hoping to get out of town sometime in maybe March and then go do some more food exploratory traveling. So Very cool. So it seems like uh, you guys have the opportunity to work well into the off season. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's do. where it's in home. So we get a lot of people come up here and enjoy the snow and people come up here just for that. Right. So we're hoping to uh, to get some more parties for when people come yeah. up and enjoy the winter season. And and also just kind of hunker down more with the local scene because this time of year, there still are a lot of people up here and they still need to eat every meal. And um, I've been thinking of exploring even because we have such a beautiful commercial space, kitchen space at NWTC. That's where the space we use. And it's an educational Mecca. So they've been encouraging me to maybe even do some cooking classes or food prep for people in the winter that are busy and just kind of teaching them how to prepare food at home themselves. So I might even be doing that as kind of a day job um, in the off season. And we're also looking at exploring and doing some cooking classes too for families, especially family with kids. So they can come or we can actually come to their space and do a cooking class in their own space. Right. 
It's so cool how how you guys have been able to do what you've been able to do and and creatively. And I guess it's a testament to the opportunities that you can have here. Because when you think about like getting into the food industry, you think about like, well, I need to get a location and have a kitchen and I have to run a restaurant and that kind of stuff. And you're able to do what you do without all of those things. You're able to kind of uh, get in in a more creative way and you're able to use what's offered uh, in the community to, to do what you do. And I think that that's really cool. I mean, having a restaurant is beautiful and we never would, you know, discourage because but there are so many restaurants in Door County and it's such a competition up here right now with how many have opened up. And we don't want to compete with anyone. We want to be authentic and being offering a service that isn't really offered here. We are non-competitive people. We like to work with the local restaurants and with the people. So... Right. Well, and and just it's a testament to the fact that we have resources uh, that you can source things locally, that you can use the commercial kitchen at NWTC. Uh, I think it's a a cool way to kind of do like a grassroots program. And and you guys have done something really cool that that I'm I'm finding fascinating learning about it today. But, you know, just it's a it's a it's a different part of the food service industry than I had even considered. And and what a cool way to approach it. Thank you. Yeah, That's we've really seen nice. it be successful in other bigger cities, so we thought, why not here? You know, I think that there's definitely a need for it. Well, and I think that I moved back to Door County from Hawaii um, now about nine years ago. And right in that time, the food scene was just starting to kind of launch with Wild Tomato and what my sister started there and then moved into Wickman House and all these other things and Door County has now become a food destination um, from all of the hardworking people that have made it that way. And um, Door County is such a great place now to live year round. And a lot of young people have come here and found sustainability in nature, which is beautiful. So I have a question going off of what you just said, Robbie, about bringing something from the big cities to Door County. Uh, my first experiences in Door County were about five years ago, so kind of right when Sister Bay was all ripped up and they were redoing everything. Um, and I remember looking at different businesses and being like, oh, I wish I had this. And I'm from Minneapolis, so I'm coming from that big city and going, I wish that I could do this here or had this or this amenity. But then hearing a lot of like, well, you have to remember the clientele up here and the seasonality and a place like that wouldn't work and that kind of stuff. And then over the last five years, I've been seeing so many different businesses that I thought wouldn't work up here come up here and find a lot of success. And do you think it just was this big wave of people being like, you know what, I want to do this thing here. I love it here and I miss this thing. So I'm just going to try it and see what happens. And then finding that the community responds positively to that. What are your opinions on like this kind of new wave of more niche things that have come into the county over the last like 10 years? I think it's great. I mean, it's, it's an art form. You know, people don't think of cooking as an art form, but it's the culinary arts. And it's beautiful and it's just no different than someone, you know, painting a beautiful picture, you know, and having something from home or even like you were saying about those big cities, you know, you, you want to have some of those comfort things when you, when you travel that you would typically have in the, in your own space. So by having that as a service up here for people to utilize, you know, I think that it's great. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I lived back, I lived in Door County in the 90s, and I was a really young girl then. And I just remember feeling a lot of cabin fever and restlessness in the winter. There wasn't a lot to do. Um, there was just bars. 
And now it's, I feel like in the winter, there is this social calendar that I can hardly keep track of. And there's always one night of the week that somebody is trying to open. And I love the beauty of how everyone kind of works together. Like, oh, you're not open on Monday, so let's do this on Monday or vice versa. And when I moved back here, like I said, nine years ago, I felt that same kind of a little bit, this feeling of, at first, reluctancy to be here. Um, I didn't feel like my things that I needed were here. My yoga, my my restaurants, my coffee, my different things that I loved. And now over the last nine years, I mean, I helped open Ironwood Yoga. It's here. We live above it. I teach there. I don't uh, miss the stoplights, though. I Yeah, we don't miss the stoplights. We Stop still get to lights. live in nature. <laughs> I we, like, we have these beautiful restaurants to go to all year round. We have, we have stuff to do. It's great. Plus, we can still just go to the park and take a hike right? at any given moment. And it's that, that blending of uh, new accommodations and things to do, plus the natural beauty that's always been here. Uh, that that kind of makes this place really special, especially in the last couple of years. I absolutely couldn't agree more. And I, I, you know, I give tribute to every person that has made Door County more livable, you know, because... Now I I consider this my home and where I want to grow old and with my partner and have my kids come back to where they went to high school and middle school. And it's a really special community. I, I'm very, very happy here. Uh, if people are interested in your services or want to find out more about events that you guys have coming up, where can they find you online? Uh, yeah, you can you can go to our Instagram page. That's where we actually put all of our uh, postings out for when we're going to be hosting these special events. So Check us out on there and then also check us out on our website at www.ohana-hospitality.com. Cool. Thank you guys so much for coming in and chatting with me. And Thank and you so much. Yeah, you, you kind of opened my mind to a different realm of food service than I than I had even thought of before. So thanks for sharing your story and uh, I wish you guys the best of luck on your, uh, your holiday parties coming up. Thank you so much. We Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much for having us. For more Door County news, interviews, and exclusive content, check us out at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast.